0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the 25th episode of Obscure Image Podcast, the most obscure podcast in the world, where I interview underground artists, content creators, inventors, game developers, and anything in between that. Um, today, I have a really, really exciting guest for you guys, man. Uh, this person has been on the list for a cool, cool minute. I want to say a little bit after I did my DK interview, probably, maybe about a couple months after I did that interview, this person got put on the list. So I'm super excited to have this person on. Without further ado, why don't you introduce yourself to everybody? Who you are, what you do, and where you're from.
1: Uh, it's uh Kai Shino here. Um, I'm from Koreatown, Los Angeles. I was born not born here, but I was raised up here in Koreatown, Los Angeles, and I am an artist.
0: Okay, that's lit. Another LA native. So yeah. So you said you were raised here. So where were you? Where were you born?
1: I was born in Las Vegas, Nevada.
2: Okay so, how did you come to be in um l a
1: um so uh, where do I start? okay, so I was born in Las Vegas, Nevada, but my parents were um kind of like not very much in my life from the start um so my mom, my birth mother was always in and out of jail and. I have no idea who my father is, but, (laughs) um, so I was just left there in Las Vegas, and I kind of spent the first couple years of my life, um, in foster care, in and out of foster care for, until I turned three years old, and I ended up being adopted by my aunt, and she lives out here in Koreatown, Los Angeles, so that's how I ended up here.
0: I'm sorry to hear that. Have you... Have you spoken to your mother?
1: Um, No, not since, like, maybe I was, I want to say, like, five, four or five, something like that.
2: <laughs> so,
0: hypothetically speaking, um, how do you think that she would feel about the music that you make? Do you think she would like it?
1: Uh, definitely. I Well, I don't know about the specific genre, because I don't know, like, what she listens to. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she would definitely be proud of me. Definitely.
0: How does your aunt feel about your music?
1: Um, she likes it. She doesn't like like the vulgar language because my aunt she's <laughs> you know she's very uh, Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she likes it. And she supports it.
0: Okay. So, how was it like for you growing up like in in K Town, bro? It's pretty. How do you? Um.
1: Well, at the time in Koreatown, like the area was never bad. Like now, it's kind of I don't know. It's getting kind of iffy. Oh, yeah. It's getting kind of sketchy in the neighborhood, but. <laughs> Um, growing up, it's been pretty cool, like no, nothing I really had to worry about. I grew up around a lot of like Mexicans and um, Asians, and so not not too much of my color around, but everyone was always nice to me. I didn't feel any, like, what's the word I'm looking for? You know the word? <laughs>
0: Animosity towards you?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. So were you, were you big, because I'm from L.A., and I was big like into the graffiti shit were you big into the graffiti scene or no
1: no i never was but i always thought it was cool like just walking past it i always thought it was cool but i never got into it
0: yeah super uh super delinquent activities um i want to know so how's like your week going so far
1: my week's actually been pretty good i'm on spring break i just been enjoying it
0: (laughs) and i remember before we started uh recording you were telling me that you're in school yeah um, What are you going to school for?
1: I'm going to school for computer science. I'm only in like my in the middle of my first year right now, but I've kind of already been like building web applications and and just regular software applications, but nothing like super large scale.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I know we, we we it's weird that I'm asking you these questions. We already we talked about it before we started recording.
1: That's <laughs> nah, all good. <laughs>
0: so how do you how do you feel about it?
1: Uh, I actually enjoy it. I enjoy it like a lot more than I thought I would. I had already like kind of just looked into it before starting college because I wanted to make sure I went to school for something I'd actually enjoy. <laughs> and um, yeah, so far it's been pretty smooth.
0: And are you like online or like in person?
1: So some of my classes are online and some of them are in person. Most of my online classes are general education though, but mm. all of my coding classes are on campus.
0: Okay, so you still get like that college experience of being there in person
1: oh yeah definitely
0: oh man that's what i want bro so how was how that
1: <laughs> uh it's cool like my campus is really nice they have like a whole starbucks just built into the campus too so i just be i'll be hanging out over there <laughs> bro
0: do you so you drink starbucks
1: yeah <laughs> so what, what, what's
0: like your go-to like drink right now
1: um right now probably like a vanilla chai Okay. Okay. Um, but if like I get like a a frappuccino, I have like this really like I feel embarrassed ordering it every time I go. But it's this is really long order. <laughs> I I don't even remember the words. Like sometimes I have to look up on my phone what the words are exactly. Oh, but it's wow. like it's like a yeah it's like a it's like a caramel frapp and then it has no a vanilla caramel frapp and then it has like like cookie cookie crumbles inside of it and then some other bullshit I forget. <laughs>
0: Or well, like, uh, like two and a half scoops of, uh, whipped cream or what?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's cool, though, because, uh, it's crazy you said vanilla and caramel, because, uh, my go-to is a vanilla bean with just, like, hella caramel in it, bro. I love that mm-hmm. shit. That shit's so fire. <laughs> so how often do you, like, get Starbucks?
1: Um, I try not to get it too often. Maybe, like, once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> twice a week is like if I'm if I'm like really feeling it but most most of the time like once a week
0: I kind of want to I kind of want to know um as a kid what did you think like you'd be doing did you think you'd be making music or going to school or
1: so as a kid I've always just kind of been involved in the entertainment business like I had always been like when I went to high school both of my I went I went to two high schools and both of my high schools they were performing art my first high school I went in for acting and um uh, my second high school I went in for music and I did acting for a little while while I was growing up nothing like too crazy maybe just like a couple ads I can't even remember what they were for now cuz it was so long ago but um after I had transitioned from acting I went to music and yeah I just always always been in the entertainment business growing up
2: That's
0: really interesting so You said you were so young, you barely remember. Like, do you remember liking it, or
3: can you even remember?
1: Yeah, I I definitely liked it. I enjoyed it, and then there were just certain reasons why I couldn't really pursue it. Mm -hmm. So, I went straight forward to music, and I just kind of stuck with it since then.
0: Okay. So, hmm. would you ever think about, like, getting back into acting, or voice acting, or?
1: I think about it sometimes, but, like, I don't know. Now who I am now, I can't see myself doing it.
2: <laughs> Why is that?
1: Um, I'm a very reserved person. So like I kinda keep myself to myself a lot of the time. And I just know that I probably wouldn't thrive in the acting community. Hmm. <laughs> so also, it- it's been so long, like I feel like I just don't have that skill anymore. <laughs> I mean,
2: shit, you could always
0: get back into it, though, like, if you truly wanted um, to.
1: I could, I could definitely, but nah.
0: So not even, like, voice acting, like, behind your computer with, with your mic?
1: That I can't even say fully no to, because maybe, that's a, that's a, that's a, like, a very slight maybe. <laughs>
0: okay. I, cause, uh, I say that because you definitely have uh, one of those voices that can kind of, it catches your That's attention
1: because i get that so often so, like i remember um what do you call it my friends they used to make fun of me because i sounded like like when i was really young like i sounded like a chipmunk like i still have that <sighs> high-pitched voice Bruh. but like when i was really young i sounded like a chipmunk and they would like make me say like cartoon phrases and just crack up
0: <laughs> yeah you definitely have like that uh like a Powerpuff Girl type of voice, low-key. Oh,
1: God. That. No, that's good, <laughs> but
0: that's not bad. That's good. That's good.
1: But yeah, I get that a lot.
0: <laughs> so, hmm. Damn, I'm really intrigued now, because
2: you said you went to school for, like, acting. That's... That's amazing. So, hmm. How about worth this? Do you think it was worth it?
1: definitely yeah i feel like i picked up some stuff that really stuck with me especially with music and um i don't know i made some really good friends there too while acting so I, I, yeah i think it was worth it definitely
2: okay and are you still in LA or
1: uh yes i'm in LA now i had moved to arizona like a year ago. Yeah, I was out in Arizona for about a year. And then I came back here cuz I I just hated Arizona. Hmm.
0: So, do you like LA? Do you like it here? Or?
1: I liked what LA was before I left. <laughs> I don't mm. know what happened in the cuz I was um I was in LA I, the last time I was in LA before now was maybe 3 4 years ago because before I had moved to Arizona, I moved to Riverside, Riverside, California. Mhm. And I haven't been in LA for about four or three years till till now. And I don't know what happened in them four years, but something I don't know.
0: <laughs> do something
1: have... happened in LA.
0: Yeah, there's um how do we put it? Something definitely is in the air. Uh mm-hmm. <laughs> do you ever feel like like have thoughts of like just leaving and going somewhere else?
1: Um Right now, I'm kind of chilling, but like, I know I don't want to stay here forever for sure. I'm not a fan of LA right now.
0: <laughs> Would you ever consider moving out the country?
1: Out the country? No way. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Wow, that scares you? Uh-uh. Yeah, it does.
3: <laughs> what about that I'd be scares way you? Too
1: far. I'd be way too far from like people that I know like care mm. for me. And like, just moving somewhere out of country, like by myself, that'd be pretty nerve wracking.
0: Okay, so hypothetically speaking, let's say if you could move you and everybody like your immediate family out the country, would you do it yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> definitely yeah I'm not really fucking with the u s right now <laughs>
0: yeah, it's a lot of uh a lot of foolishness happening, but uh
1: definitely
0: so where would you where would you go if you could go out the country and you have everybody with you
1: um damn, I don't know um hmm shit i heard canada's good i don't know
0: <laughs> yes i think sanfi he's, he's in canada
1: oh really i, yeah. I didn't even know yeah. that
0: Bro, <laughs> yeah. well, la is like i don't know i grew up here it just oh, i don't know man it's kind of uh it just has like such a it's gonna sound fucked up but i'm from here it sounds like a it feels like a degenerate type just energy over like i just don't like it just feels like kind of soulless kind of like um
1: yes yes exactly like i don't know every time i step out the house like i kind of feel it's weird because i grew up here Mm -hmm. but i feel like out of place like i don't know yeah
0: yeah like a lot of people uh you know i have no issue with anybody coming out here to follow their dreams but a lot of people they come out here to follow their dreams and then they get lost Mm -hmm. and then they uh start hmm, how do i put this they start chasing something that's not from their natural state, if that makes sense, like mm-hmm. they um, they let their state of mind get corrupted in a sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, fucking L.A. would really do that to you. Yeah, it's like a competition out here, bro,
0: bro. And even like with like uh, and it ain't even just people that come out here from different states and different cities, like people within L.A., it's kind of it's just such a envious energy out here too. It's like I don't know. Yes, it's weird. But you said you went to school right? in high school you went to school for music. So it was somewhat fun for you, right?
1: Yeah. Um so I had like a different range of classes. It was never just like like oh I'm only taking like like band or something like that. Like I would have choir classes and then I would have um uh what is it called? Like music production classes and I would have guitar classes, stuff like that.
0: Okay. So what are some other things like you did for fun? as a kid
1: um oh no oh okay i thought my computer just shut off but um (laughs) (laughs) oh my god um so i used to skate a lot like i still do now kind of like i skateboard a lot um but i stopped for a couple years and i just recently picked it back up so i'm rusty but um me and my neighbors we used to just go out and skate in la that's one thing i love about la la is the best place for skaters The best place to skate. That's the only redeeming quality. (laughs) Well, I can't say only, but it's one of his main redeeming qualities. Like everyone in LA, like I've seen somebody say that like LA is just one big skate three lobby, and it couldn't be more true. (laughs) (laughs) It couldn't be more true. Everyone in LA just skates.
2: (laughs) So, what's what's like your go-to trick?
1: Um, right now, my go-to, the ones I can land consistently every time, are pop shoves. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I always go for that.
0: Oh shit, you better than me. I'm ass. I could just ride a skateboard, bro.
2: So
1: yeah, I I, it took a while to get there. Like it's weird because I thought it would be easier for me to pick it back up just because I had already had that experience. But skateboarding is definitely one of the harder hobbies. Like you have to put decades and years into it to actually even get remotely decent.
0: (laughs) Yeah, real shit. So what's like your favorite? Like um. Like skating company, like skating brand.
1: Um, for boards, Creature definitely. I love Creature boards. They're sturdy. I I almost never break them. Never. I had a Primitive board and it broke. Like, I want to say um how long? Maybe like four months into me just skating it. Like it broke. It already started chipping. I was like, nah, Damn. I gotta switch boards. <laughs> but Creature definitely.
0: Yeah, I was super big into um. I loved girl for some reason, like, I remember they had, oh, like, a, a Hello Kitty one. Oh, you have one?
1: Yeah, I have one of those, a girl skateboard.
0: Oh, bro. That was literally my first skateboard ever. My cousin gave it to
1: me, bro. I have one, but I don't skate it, because I got it to try and skate, like, a smaller size, because I was currently skating, like, an 8 point... No, I was skating an 8.125, I think, and, um... I wanted to like try and see if I can like if going down a size would help me like flip the board better, but mm-hmm. it didn't and I hated it. So <laughs> now I just got a, skate, a girl skateboard deck just chilling around.
0: <laughs> okay. So what, what size do you use currently?
1: Right now I skate at 8.25. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I have a um a very uh small pea brain. So that's that's bigger or is that smaller than the girl board?
1: Oh yeah, that's bigger. Yeah, that's bigger. Okay. The girl board was I think it was like a Was it an 8? I think it was just an 8, yeah, a size 8.
0: Okay. So how'd you, like, start into making music? Were you making music while you were in high school, or...?
1: Um, yeah. I was making music while I was in high school. I started when I think I was, like, 16, 17. And, um, it's funny how I started, because I I didn't even, like, really think about just making, like, like, consistently starting to make music. I was just kind of just having fun. I started out on Audacity. And I had this really crappy laptop, like it would, it would just freeze just existing being a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I recorded this cover. I forget which song it was. I'm pretty sure it was a Billie Eilish song. It was like, I don't want to be you. I'm pretty sure that was the first cover I ever made. And I didn't put it out or anything. And I showed it to one of my uh, good friends. Her name's Jocelyn. And she was like telling me, she was like, dude, this is really good. I love this. And I'm like, really? I was like, I was just making it. I don't know for fun. She was like, Yeah, you should make music. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, but I like her when she said it. Like, I definitely I was intrigued. I was like, mm, Maybe I should give it a try. So um, after that, I made my first song um, called Heart Eater. It's still on my SoundCloud, I believe. Uh, it's my very first song, and it was. It's looking back at it now, it's not the best song. <laughs> it's not the best song, <laughs> but people liked it like everyone liked it at the time and after that i just kept going
0: <laughs> so why do you feel like it's not the best song
1: um because the mixing was terrible my lyrics were terrible <laughs> like it was like it was very mediocre lyrics very mediocre bars like you could tell i was brand new to it mm-hmm. it was just kind of like like simple there was no word play it was just simple words <laughs>
0: So what do you think would be like the main difference between the music you make now versus then?
1: The music I make now, um, definitely my mixing. My mixing has gotten so much better. Like, in, um, and just my songs actually have a a cadence to it. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like I have developed my own sound now. Back then in my older songs, you can kind of tell, like, where it was influenced. And like what I was trying, like what sound I was trying to go for, but like my music now, I feel like has like if you hear it, you'd be like, oh yeah, Sheena made that. Like,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, you have it. It's crazy you say that. I was telling DK that like you have like a um, I mean you just flow on the beat, bro. You just you just I don't even know how to describe it. It's like you're just <laughs> flying on that shit. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. It took me a long time to get where like where my music is now. That's kind of like part, like, I know I took um the transition from, like, my old a- alias Bay Robbins to Kaishino. Mm-hmm. I had took a, um, a, like, a whole year and a half break, and during that whole year and a half break, like, I was really just cracking down and focusing on finding my own sound and getting my mixing better. And people say, like, like, I don't know, equipment doesn't matter, which is in, like, in a... In, in a sense, true. In a sense, it is true, but I feel like equipment definitely does matter too. Because I was using my first mic. Well, my first mic was a Blue Snowball, but I eventually got a, a Rode NT USB. I believe it was called. I got it because um I think it was the same mic that um one of my friends was was using, and um he told me it was like a really good mic. So I was like, okay, I'll buy it because I was looking to upgrade, and I bought it, and all of my mixes just sounded terrible and I couldn't figure out why, like my friend's mixes would sound like just beautiful. They sound perfect, but mine just didn't, it didn't really come out. Right. And I realized that definitely like for female artists, we have certain mics that work with us and certain mics that don't. And the Rode NTUSB USB is a very bassy mic. So it just didn't really work with my vocals because I have a very high, a high, not not a very high pitched voice, but a high pitched voice. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, wrote into USB, it just made it harder for me to mix, um, music, so I ended up going full on out, like, saving my money and going full out and buying an XLR mic, and after that, my mixes, I, I have, I have almost no trouble mixing songs now, no trouble.
0: Okay, and you said your mic now is an XLR?
1: Yeah, it's an XLR mic, I use a, um, a Neumann TLM 102, I think, I think that's what it's called, 102. I'm trying to look and see if I can see the number on here. (laughs) Oh, no, it's not on here, but I'm pretty sure it's a... Oh, wait, is it? Hold on. Oh, yeah, it's a 102. (laughs) Okay,
0: so how much of that might cost?
1: This one cost me, like, $800. Oh, shit. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. You serious? I definitely
1: made an investment, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's cool, though, that you, you know, put put money into yourself. That's dope. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, but it was definitely one of my best investments. Definitely. It changed my music, like dramatically because this was the first mic i made um the first song i made with this mic was black hearts and you can tell the difference between black hearts and like my other my other music
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i seen on twitter you're kind of like super uh how do i put it like super happy about that song black hearts i've seen a lot of your tweets
1: oh yeah i love black hearts it's one of my um i feel like black hearts it it really set the trajectory like for who I am as a person and just my career, my music career at the same time, because that was the first song I made as Kaishino. And the whole reason why I had switched to a new name was just to kind of reinvent myself.
3: Hmm.
0: Why did you feel like you needed some reinventing?
1: Um, Because as Bay Robbins, I feel like because like, my songs they kind of like blew up not blew i don't want to say blew up because they didn't blow up they were just you know they did very well Mm -hmm. they did very well very fast like i think reasons was my third song ever and it's one of my biggest songs and um i feel like that pressure it gave me so much pressure to just make every song as good or better than reasons and it really hindered like my music and I was always trying to figure out how to make music that I feel like people would like instead of making music for myself and enjoying it. And now I feel like I don't care like what any if if anybody likes what I listen to because I know that I make it for me. Like I make my music for myself.
0: <laughs> so how did you come up with that name Bay robbins?
1: Um, so it was actually just my name, really. like Bay is um. A nickname that my family and my friends use, and um, Robbins is my last is my full name is my full last name is Robinson, but I shortened it to Robbins, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was another reason why I changed the name too, because it was it wasn't creative, I didn't like it, and then some people would like be really weird about it, and and they wouldn't want to say Bay Robbins, or they wouldn't want to say the Bay part, and they would just call me Miss Robbins, or and it would make me cringe. So I'm like, nah, I gotta switch the name. <laughs>
0: Oh shit! You're doing a lot better than me, man. My name is fucking Mick. Make love. Shit, you're doing better than me, bro. Hey, no. It
1: flows off the tongue. It flows off the tongue. Mick, make love. See
0: see <laughs> uh, see. That's what I'd be saying, bro. Uh, before this, I used to go by some cringy shit. It was a uh, the whimsy gamer. That's what I used to go by. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a little kid I feel like name.
1: had those cringe, um, cringe aliases. I remember, um, when I was playing games growing up uh what do you call it one of my first gamer tags was like x baby or something like, <laughs> yo <laughs> oh it was the worst thing ever
0: That <laughs> you said it was on xbox
1: oh no um so i kind of like alternated between systems growing up like first i had a i think i had a ps3 then i got an xbox one and then i didn't like xbox one and i got a ps4 no it's not that i didn't like xbox one it's just all my friends were on playstation mm-hmm. so when i got an xbox one i had no one to play with that was sad <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: So, how did you come up with the name Kashino?
1: Um, nothing, like, special at all, really. Like, I was just putting words together. I'm not going to... Really? <laughs> like, um, yeah, I was just putting words together. Like, I think when I was coming up with the name, I originally wanted to go with, like, Kashino or something like that. And now, repeating it, it makes me cringe. But, <laughs> <laughs> um... I chose I decided not to go with that because I think there was another I saw there was another artist that had that name and I'm like I'm not I don't want to fight for relevancy over mm-hmm. a name with anybody like you should always have an original name just so you can you know build your own brand and not have to worry about fighting somebody else over relevancy yeah. So I noticed that Kaishino wasn't taken and I was like eh, I like it so I went with it
0: <laughs> So how did you um what was the process behind making your song Black
2: Heart?
1: Um, So Black Hearts was the song I made right when I moved from California. And Cali- when I was in California, I ended up trusting and following behind a lot of the wrong people and people I thought, like, cared about me and they didn't. So Black Hearts is literally just me telling my story and, like, just letting people know how I feel like I'm, I'm not keeping my heart open for anyone anymore. Like it's just, my heart is black. <laughs> black hearts now.
2: <laughs> Do you still feel that way?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I don't let, I have a very closed circle. Like everyone in KV, those are mainly really the only people I talk to the most. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course I have like friends I talk to outside um, and like, on campus and stuff like that, but K V is definitely they've been with like I've known K everyone in K V for since I started, like four or five years. And they've just never they've never given me any reason to like distrust. They're really a great group of friends and I, I'm very appreciative of them.
0: So outside of K V, do you think um how about worth this
2: do you think somebody could come around and change that quote unquote black heart?
1: I really don't, because I'm just a very closed-off person. I don't really let too many people in. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, I'm i not, like, mean. <laughs> like, I, I do talk to new people if they talk to me, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm very selective about what I want new people in my life to know about.
0: Yeah, no, that's, uh... Man, that's real shit, man. Because you may be around somebody that you may think that they have your best intentions at heart when they don't you know mm-hmm. a lot of people have ulterior motives they do a lot of sketchy shit behind the scenes um yeah so i know that a little too well but i want to know um how did your song your i love you feature in powerful come about
1: um so uh it was like i dropped that song around like valentine's day on purpose because i knew i wanted to make a valentine's day song, and um. The what inspired that song really was this anime that I was really in love with at the time called Violet Evergarden. I still love that anime. It's still my favorite. And it's heavily inspired by that song.
0: Okay. So how did you come about meeting him and having him on the track?
1: Dang, how did I come across meeting Powerful? Wow, I can't even remember. I think he might have heard my song, Closure. And he reached out to me. And, um... He, and we were just talking in DMs. I wonder if I can, like, still find him. <laughs> Um Hold on. Let me try and pull up Instagram real quick. Because I honestly do not even remember. Mm-hmm. It was so long ago. Oh, my gosh. So many messages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, he found me. He said, uh, just came across your your profile, and I love your music. If you ever want to collapse, send me an open. And I ended up sending him... Um, the, a different open for a different song, but I don't think that one worked out. I can't remember why. Um, so I ended up coming up with your "I love you." Your "I love you" was definitely was originally just gonna be me on that song, but I knew I wanted to. I I knew I had to like have powerful on something. So I ended up sending it to him, and he liked it. And he sent me um his verse for that song, and shit, history was made. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think that song came out the perfect way it did having like a male female dynamic on it that it's Mm -hmm. it's fucking amazing like um like but in terms of the lyrics like you're being you're you're being pretty straightforward with with what you're saying like it's a pretty simple song but it's so deep bro like the um Mm -hmm. like what does your i love you mean that's to me that's extremely deep because i love you can mean something to you but mean something totally different to me you know what i'm saying Mm
1: -hmm. like and that's like where like um, Violet Evergarden comes in because it's kind of like her phrase in the show. I yeah, the show is kind of like her phrase. Like she, it was just her trying to figure out what does your I love you mean from I forget what his name was. I think it was Gilbert because <laughs> I haven't watched it in a while. But I was obsessed with it back then, and um, um, yeah, because I remember the um, the guy who was taking care of her, um, I believe told her that he loved her. And because she was raised like in a very like in a way where she was just taken advantage of and she was used for nothing but war. She couldn't process like those emotions and what that meant. So I took that phrase from the anime and I put it in the song.
0: (laughs) Damn, the anime sounds sad, man.
1: Yeah, it's sad. It's sad, but it's so good. (laughs)
0: I've never, what is it called? I've never seen that.
1: Violet Evergarden. I believe there's like two seasons for it. And then there's, um, no, there's one season, there's one season and two movies.
3: Okay. I'm gonna
0: have to check that out. I love, I love anime with like the one season anime. I love that. Parasite is fucking amazing. That's sad too. I've
1: seen that. Yeah. It's really good.
2: (laughs) So what does I love you mean to you?
1: Um, hmm. Damn, I wasn't ready for that one. Uh... <laughs> what did your I love you mean? Uh... Shit, I- I'm going to be honest. I don't know how to answer that one. <laughs> yeah. I think. Uh... I feel like I love you is. It doesn't have just like one particular meaning because there are different ways that everyone shows how they love someone.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, like, I don't know. I can't just. Come out with one simple meaning.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I asked you that because um, in the song you guys explain what "I love you" means, but sometimes that may change for people during their this span of lifetime. You know, it may change.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so you can you can't think of like any you can't think of a definition of your "I love you,"
3: huh? Mm-mm.
0: So, hypothetically speaking. Hmm, how do I word this? Hypothetically speaking, how often do you find that... Hmm, damn, how do I word this, (laughs) bruh? Hypothetically speaking, how often do you find your definition of I love you inside of other people?
1: A lot, actually. Now that you say that, yeah. Definitely a lot. Because I feel like the people I keep around me are... People that I I know I can find that love in. Mm -hmm. Like, just people I feel have genuine care for me and genuinely want the best for me.
2: Damn, bruh. It's making me think. It's crazy.
0: Like, like, a moment to really think there. Uh, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I love you means, like, I'll die for you, protect you, fucking Mm -hmm. make you laugh, tell you what you need to hear. And everything else that entails that, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you think "I love you" is
2: said too loosely?
1: Um. Yes, definitely. I feel like we, like as people, we just tend to feel emotions very quickly. Um. Especially like situations that are spur of the moment. Sometimes. Um, love can be very blinding. Like you can. Like, somebody can do something for you in one moment, and it'll be, in your eyes, like, the best thing in the world. But their actions following that show that they have ulterior motives. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I feel like, um... Damn, I wasn't even gonna say that, but I feel like
0: if, uh... If I Love You was a person, I feel like they'd probably be on life support type shit, like... Because this just, like, um... There's really not even either it's fake love being spread because they have an ulterior motive, or there's like no love being spread at all. Like it's just hate mm. and just evil shit. Like I don't know, it's a lot of people mindless, mindlessly spreading the hateful frequency. It's kind of I don't know. It's mm. Mm, not even to get too deep into it. Okay. It's kind of kind of fucking strange. But uh, bro, I, I seen a tweet from you about like. Well, there was a couple of tweets about the game Animal Crossing, and I, I, never actually, <laughs> I never actually played it, but from your Twitter, I see that you actually, like, really like it, so what about Animal Crossing is appealing to you?
1: Um, I mean, I wouldn't say I really like it, I just have, like, these moments where I, I get really into it, and <laughs> then I don't touch it for, like, a couple months, and then I come back really into it, but, um... Just the fact, like, I feel like I have the most fun with Animal Crossing is when I'm playing, like, with my friends. I'm playing the game with my friends because I guess my I, I spend a lot of hours on that game, <laughs> and um, my friends all like coming to my island, and sometimes like it's really one of the very few times we have to get to like communicate or sit down and talk with each other and have fun because we you know we're all individuals and we all have our busy lives, mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, just the joy behind that.
0: You were saying, like, uh, I remember you saying that, like, all your friends come to like your island. So, what makes your island the best on Animal Crossing?
1: Um, because I put a lot, a lot, a lot of hours into it. <laughs> How many? Um I think I have like four hundred hours on that. Oh game.
0: my god! <laughs> yeah.
1: So my island is like very developed. Like it's not completely finished, but it's like basically finished (laughs) and um yeah everybody just likes to come over to my island and take all my stuff
3: (laughs) bruh that's
0: crazy because i've never actually played animal crossing i feel like i don't know someone who enjoys animal crossing i feel like it's like a certain genre of gamer in a sense because i feel like someone who like mainly likes like first person shooters they may be reluctant onto even trying animal crossing
1: oh yeah definitely
0: somebody who probably likes the sims which i love the sims that it may be Mm -hmm. more easier for them to kind of get into animal crossing if that makes sense
1: Mm -hmm. it's weird how'd you get into gaming um so i got into gaming when i want to say i was about 12 11 maybe um my brothers were very heavily into um video gaming and just naturally, you know, them playing games, it made me interested in it. it, made me want to play, and I remember like, us being like, young, and we, like, I, I think the first game that I ever played was probably um, Modern Warfare? Yeah, Modern Warfare. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and I remember we would just, um, split screen, like, me, my brothers, and my, um, and my sister. We would, like, split the screen four ways. <laughs> and we would just be, like, uh, we would just be, like, trying to snipe each other across the map (laughs) is trying to win (laughs) and that's how i got into gaming and then as they started playing more things i started playing more things like i remember um my cousin played the last of us which made me get into the last of us and whatever games they were playing i was playing so
0: (laughs) okay are you more into like the story mode games or
1: Um, now, yes. I'm definitely more into the story games. I used to like playing, like, first-person shooter games a lot. Like, I used to play, um, a lot of the... I think the last COD, like, I actually, like, played, played was Black Ops 3. After that, I stopped buying CODs. And, Mm. um, I played CSGO a little bit, but I was never that good. (laughs) But I played it a little bit. And, um, after, I don't know, after cots just started getting boring to me after like black ops 3 and i just started playing like story mode games and stuff like that
0: yeah uh they're full of shit man of people who make call of duty like they're full yes
1: of crap. oh my goodness like they bring uh, nothing to the table
0: <laughs> bruh like they literally release shit that's not done bruh like and charge you 80 dollars for it like come on bruh <laughs> shit and
1: then they they charge you 80 dollars for a remastered version of the last game like <laughs> bro what wait
0: i'm <laughs> um, the only fps i'm really into right now is probably overwatch but other than that i play like a lot of story mode shit now
1: i used to play a lot of overwatch me and my friends we play we would play like every day like <laughs> it was i want to say back when i was in arizona like early arizona we played that game religiously and um i don't know after a certain period like I kind of just, I felt like I had to kind of, like, chill out on gaming and just focus on myself. Mm -hmm. Ever since then, I haven't really played games that much anymore. Um, But, yeah, back then, I used to play a ton of Overwatch. Oh, my goodness. I used to always play um, Echo. (laughs) I was an Echo main. Really? (laughs) Yeah, and then whenever they needed a Bastion, I'd be in Bastion, so. Yeah, see, that's
0: my main right there, the Bastion. I love Bastion, bro.
1: Bro, Bastion's too easy.
0: (laughs) Oh, God, I've picked him up once and never chose anybody else. (laughs) Bro. Yeah, I love that character, bro. He's just like a cute little robot gunning shit down, bro.
1: Bro, he's a menace.
0: (laughs) So, when you were playing, did you only play, like, um, damage, or did you ever play support, or? Like a
3: healer?
1: Uh, yeah. When we needed support, I'd be Mercy. I couldn't play any other healer though. I could, I just couldn't. I don't know why. I suck at every other healer, but Mercy, man, I'd be, I'd be getting crazy heals. <laughs>
0: That's crazy, cause I suck at Mercy, bro. Like I'm good really? at Lucio. Yeah, Lucio's okay, but Mercy, I out can't up so
1: play hard. Lucio. Oh my really? god! Really? I see people just flying over the walls and shit, like, <laughs> bro. How do you do that?
0: <laughs> so when's the last time you played Overwatch?
1: Um. Shoot, I don't even remember. It was last year, definitely like middle of last year.
0: And yeah. I know you said you kind of took a break from gaming to kind of focus on yourself. Um,
1: yeah, I'm kind of still there. I I haven't played games since like Overwatch times.
0: So <laughs> okay, okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, of course, like I play like my Switch Animal Crossing and stuff like that. There's <laughs> only one game I am looking forward to play anytime soon, and that is Tears of the Kingdom. I am waiting for that game.
0: What is that about? I've never heard of that.
1: That's a Z- oh, it's a Zelda game. Are you kidding? See,
0: I, I was never big into Zelda. Zelda is me.
1: the best franchise. Are you kidding?
0: Oh. <laughs> you really like Zelda?
1: Yes, I love Zelda. My first, my first, like when I actually got my own game system, my own DS. My first game was Zelda Spirit Tracks, and I played that game religiously. <laughs>
3: hmm. But
1: yes, I love the Zelda franchise. It's one of my favorite games.
0: That is very interesting. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I mean, it's cool to look at, but I don't think I'd ever, like, play that shit.
1: You um, have to play at least, I, for any, like, I don't know, for anyone that, like, actually wants to get into Zelda, I say mm-hmm. play Breath of the Wild just because it's kind of, like, built for the new age. And mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild is a very, it's a very good game. And the game is just beautiful. Like, it feels like it shouldn't even really be on the Switch
0: breath of the wild okay i'm gonna put that i'm gonna put that down on the
1: list breath of the wild is a fire game
0: i remember before we um started the interview you were telling me that you were also in the cod community so how how did that come about like what made you want to get into that community
1: um i think i just used to watch a lot of youtubers growing up and um like i know when i grew up i used to watch like a lot of pewdiepie and like Markiplier and you know all those kind of commentary people, and um, it made me like want to get into commentary, and I found out that there was like a whole communicate a whole community. Oh my god, English! A whole community (laughs) for like content creators. So many c words, damn. But um, (laughs) yeah, it was a whole community for like content creation, and um, I ended up meeting like a lot of the friends that I still talk to today from that community, like um. I started joining, um, like, little small-scale teams in the community. I remember one of my first—I don't think it was my first team, but one of my, like, kind of, like, known-ish teams were— uh, it was called LaVidia. I was in LaVidia for a little bit. Um, I'm trying to remember because it's been so long. I don't know any other teams I've been in. I don't know if I was—I can't remember if I was in North or if I was going for North or what, but— <laughs> Um, it's been a while, but yeah. I was joining, like, little small COD teams and just making content, making videos, YouTube videos and commentaries and stuff like that.
0: Okay, so were you into, like, sniping, too, or?
1: Um, So, yeah, that's what I would be making um, commentary on. I would just be, like, sniping, trying to get kill fees and quad fees, all of that shit, but I was never that good, so I would rarely get them. <laughs> but, I mean, I wasn't really, like, into it it was more just for like to have gameplay in the bag while i was talking Mm -hmm. so i didn't really have to worry about being good at it but
0: (laughs) have you ever thought of like getting back into commentary or
1: nah i mean i definitely want to like do youtube again but not commentary
0: okay so what would you do on youtube
1: probably like skating content (laughs) really okay (laughs) yeah skate a lot now so But I'm waiting till I get, like, a little bit better.
0: (laughs) Mm. You don't want to, like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to, like, vlog and record that journey of you getting better, or? Nah. Nah.
1: I would want to be better at at the start.
0: (laughs) Okay, I understand that.
1: I would want to be good at the start. So, like, I don't know. I can actually have, like, something for people to look at. Like, I feel like if Mm -hmm. I'm just falling everywhere and being bad, like, no one's going to want to look at that.
3: Yeah,
0: I mean, there are some people who would enjoy somebody, like, I guess, falling, I guess, even though that's fucked up. But there's some people <laughs> that enjoy that, though. Like, they want to see somebody fail until that's they get true. good.
1: That's true. Like, I know um, Thrasher, which is, like, another, um, like, skating kind of community thing. Mm-hmm. Like, their whole, at one point, I remember their whole brand was just people just just dying on skateboards. Like, just who could Type die? Shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And like people would eat that shit up, like
0: Yeah, I feel like Thrasher was like the like the world star of like the the uh, skating community yeah, back then. Yeah,
1: like... I could not have worded that more perfectly. That's exactly what it is.
0: <laughs> it's crazy because World Star back in the day used to post crazy shit too, bruh. And now they post like music videos. Like mm-hmm. they used to post some wild shit, like crazy shit. And now they're like kind of just I don't know, respected. It's weird. Uh I kind of want to send you something. I'm going to send it through Twitter. And I want you to basically describe to the listeners what I sent you and how you feel about it when you see it, okay?
1: Hmm.
0: Oh, I'm not even connected to the damn Wi-Fi. I'm a moron. I was about to man. say, I
1: did not get it. <laughs> All right, there you go. Okay. Oh, man. What is this? This is my video. but Oh, my God. This is when I first made this. All right. What did you What did you want me to ask you?
0: (laughs) Okay. So, describe to the listeners what I sent you and how you feel about that.
1: Okay. So, what he sent me was, um, basically the first time like I had just I had just finished um the final hour, which is the first track on my Fresh Start EP, and this was actually one of like the first songs I fully completely by myself.
0: How do you feel about that?
1: When I made this song, like I was I was genuinely so proud of myself because I was like tired of like looking for this specific sound that I was going for. Like I was trying to find that in other producers and no one could capture like exactly what I was looking for. But it's weird because I knew exactly what I wanted, but I didn't think that i would be actually be able to put it out into like fl and like just make it happen Mm -hmm. and then when i did like i don't know i was so proud of that song and i want i wanted to drop it immediately after i finished but i was like no this is definitely like this is like an intro to something definitely (laughs) and that's what i did i made it like the first song to my ep
0: yeah you had um you quote tweeted that tweet that i just sent you and you said also this is probably my most favorite song I've made. This is the last song that Bay Robbins made and it kind of just displays all the shit I went through as her. So
1: Yes. So um this song was literally like was like literally I made this song first before Black Hearts. Mm-hmm. And um at this time, I still hadn't had come up with, like, the Kaishino name. I hadn't came up with it, but I knew, like, this would was going to be a song I would put out after, like, I had made the complete full switch. And with this song being, like, the last song that I made, as Bay Robbins, you can just kind of tell, like, in the lyrics through the song that I'm going through something like and i feel like i'm like go like it's like me just kind of collecting my thoughts and like just coming to the ultimate realization that i let all of this happen and like something needs to change that's what i wanted that song to be about and like with fresh start fresh start is definitely a an, a story that's exactly why i called it fresh start because it's like me starting all over again and um with the final hour like how i said it was um the last song I made as Bay Robbins and it's kind of just me coming to the ultimate conclusion that I had let so much happen and I had put so much trust in people that did not care for me and I'm realizing that something needs to change. And then after the final hour, it goes into no strings, which is a song I made um I made that song like right when I kind of came to Arizona and um it's basically me talking about my past in No Strings. In No Strings, I'm talking about my past, like, people, you know, just people I let slide, people I let do shit to me, and people I took for granted. And after No Strings, um, I believe it was Wait, Let's Just Go Back. Yeah, Wait, Let's Just Go Back was the third track on that EP. And that was kind of about, like, my relationship that I had. I was going through, like, a really hard breakup, <laughs> uh-huh. but um, shit, it turned into a banger song, so I can't complain. But <laughs> and um, yeah, it's just kind of the story of Fresh Start was kind of a story of like my life for the past four years.
0: And when you released Fresh Start, you were under the name Kai Shino,
1: yes. That is
0: so wow, that's interesting, bro. So you have amazing storytelling. So the you set the first song. On that EP was the last song that Bay Robbins made? Yes. That's great. That's like brilliant storytelling, bro. Wow.
1: (laughs) That's what I wanted it to be. Like, I wanted to set it up as like, because it's like the first like, like project I dropped as Kaishino. So I wanted to set it up as like a kind of introductory Mm -hmm. to like where I'm going next, like my next steps forward.
0: Oh my God, that's so fire, bro. I didn't know that. (laughs) I'm really excited to hear that. I did not know that. That's really fire. Damn. So were you um, were you someone nervous, like, putting out that project, or...?
1: Um, I feel like, yes, I was nervous. Like, I don't know, because I kind of put out the project with low expectations, because I knew I had been gone for such a long time, and I was like, I already know this is going to... Because originally, um, Fresh Start was supposed to be a whole album. Like, it wasn't just supposed to have four tracks. It was going to have more. But... I don't know. I had like this kind of feeling that it wasn't gonna do well, and I'm like, "Why am I gonna put all these songs in an album that I feel like aren't gonna do well when I could drop them out as singles?" So I took um, like a majority of it out, and I left those four songs, and I said, "I'm gonna just do an EP." And um, so I already kind of had low expectations for Fresh Start, but I'm very happy with how it came out because I actually I have like high expectations for myself with the um, EP, like. I feel like it's definitely one of my best projects. I had another project as Bay Robbins and it was an EP called Unrequited Love and I I do not like that EP. <laughs> like I privated I think I privated one of the songs on there cuz it was not good. And but I'm really proud of this one. Fresh Start, I'm really proud of and I feel like I don't know. I feel like it's underrated. <laughs> it's definitely underrated.
0: Okay. So why didn't you like that other project as Bay Robbins? Why didn't you like it?
1: Um because it was Kind of just, like, it felt forced. Like, mm. I felt like I was trying to go for certain... I was trying to make an R&B album. And R&B, like, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's not my strong suit, but it's not my go-to sound. And, like, I was kind of experimenting with Unrequited Love. And I just didn't, like, end up how it came out. Okay. What? What did I just say? I didn't like how it ended up coming out. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> no, I understood
0: what you said.
1: Okay.
0: So, so what's, like, your, your go-to sound then?
1: Um, It's weird because I can't describe it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have, like, a specific sound that I can carry with me on any type of genre, I feel. And, um, like, I have a certain, like, like, I have a certain flow that I feel like I've made my own. And I have certain ad-libs that I feel like I've made my own at the same time.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, if I could describe, like, your genre, I would just... It's just wavy, bro. It's just like I don't know, it's just I don't even know how to I don't know, damn, I'm asking you. That. I don't even know how to describe it either. It's just super just like, damn, I don't even know, because I look at tacit as like super chill, just like you're unwinding, you know what I'm saying. you may have had a rough day. Mm-hmm. you put some tacit on. you, mm-hmm. I look at your music as like, shit, let me start my day if I'm ironing my clothes let me put on Bay Robbins or if I'm going to the <laughs> store, you know what I'm saying? like it's just I don't know something that I don't know.
1: Yeah, am not even describe like, it. I'm like, I'm so glad, like you said that too, because like, it's literally like what I'm going for, like because the music I used to make before it was just it was really sad and heartbreaky, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know what? Fuck all that heartbreak shit. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we turning up. Like,
0: <laughs> so you prefer making? So I'm glad. You... Oh, go ahead.
1: I'm like, oh, I was just gonna say, so I'm glad, like you said it like that.
0: Mm-hmm. So do you prefer making like um? do you prefer making the music that you're making now versus like the heartbreak shit?
1: I like the music I'm making now. And sometimes like I go back and I revisit the heartbreak shit. Like, wait, wait, let's just go back. Like I revisit mm-hmm. it. Like now I feel like I'm comfortable trying any sound mm-hmm. back then. I felt restricted to just being like making heartbreak music. Like, cause that's what everybody wanted from me. Like, but I don't know the person I've become now. I really I don't care. Like I make what I want and I end up loving it every time. So.
2: <laughs> as
0: Kaishina, what is something you would tell to Bay Robbins?
1: Um like just to chill out, like don't take it so seriously. <laughs> like it's not like you can't please everybody. Mm. I feel like that's one thing I tried to do a lot as Bay Robbins. I was trying to make People who were watching me like like happy and like keep like my connections. I wanted to keep my connections. And I realized that like connections are kind of like endless. It's not something you should force. It's not something you should try and keep. It's something that should just effortlessly effort bro, oh, I can't I can't even say that word. But effortlessly damn! Oh my god. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> effortlessly. Is mm-hmm. that how you say it? Yeah. Yes. It like, <laughs> English is a hell of a language. Goddamn. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Bruh. No,
0: nah, I mean, I feel like remember my mom, she always tells me this. What's a, what's meant for you
1: will be for you, you know? Exactly. What's meant for you will happen. And I was, I don't know, I feel like Bay is just was trying to make things happen.
2: Mm-hmm. Why would you say that?
1: Um, because I would kind of just play things the safe route. Like, I wouldn't kind of move out of my comfort zone, and I did that because, like, it was what worked. Like, you know, people liked the heartbreak stuff, but, like, I didn't want to make that really.
0: So, what was the reason that you didn't want to make the heartbreak stuff? Was it because you didn't want to feel that emotion anymore? And
1: I didn't feel that emotion anymore. like. Mm. When I first started, it was heavy, like I was feeling that heavy, but you know, as time goes on, things start to hurt less. Mhm, but I feel like that was already kind of like my brand at the time, like I was known for the sad shit, and like i could I felt like restricted, like I couldn't leave out of it.,
3: mm. damn this
1: Oof. and that's one reason like why I. I heavily advocate for everyone and killer vice too because they teach me. Like when I first started music, um, I remember, um, I think it was after I made reasons, uh, DK had reached out to me and he asked me if I wanted to join his uh group, his collective, which was um Mortis Eclipse at the time. Mm-hmm. And um I hadn't I didn't even know what that was. I didn't even know what a collective was. Like I had just dropped three songs i didn't even know there was a whole music community so um i ended up like you know taking his offer and shit it was history like we've been best friends since since like um i want to say twenty sixteen twenty seventeen 2017 and um him and like everyone in kv they teach me like it's okay to like just do what you want and experiment and try different things because like everyone in KV no one has just one specific sound. They all do everything and that's what I love about it so much. Like none of us are afraid to try new shit.
3: Mhm.
0: Also like how like um everybody's everybody's like not afraid to try new things and also like KV as a collective as a group as a community just doesn't have one sound. Like it's not a group of friends who just make hard music or a group of friends who just make soft music like there's, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. How to, I don't even know how to explain it. Tasset makes his type of music. You make your type of music. Then Sanfi mm-hmm. just has like the super hip hop sounding. Like it's just like a mesh of just different personalities, different minds. And I find it amazing. It's beautiful to me.
1: Exactly. Like I find like with a lot of groups and like collectives, a lot of them like to only be friends or pick up people with the similar sound or uh-huh. with the same sound. Like I remember in like early, um, 20, like seventeen, twenty eighteen. 2018, like all the underground collectives would all just be trap metal or it'd be rap or something yeah. like that. And they, they wouldn't dare pick up like somebody that would do singing shit. And like with KV it's like, we have so much variety that even though that we're all very different, we still find ways to help each other. Like we still find ways to work with each other and um fit each other's sounds.
3: Yeah.
0: That's crazy because the next couple questions, Brad, says How'd you meet you cool Pharaoh? How'd you come about being a part of Killer Vi's? Like you went into that, so that's crazy.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, I mean I could go into it in a little bit more detail, but um uh yeah, I think it was like DK found me before I had even like no, it was before reasons my bad. He did find me before um reasons kind of took off, and um like he just basically said like yeah, you know you're, you if you fuck with me and um, he asked me if I wanted to join his group i was I remember being a little bit hesitant about it because, like I didn't really know what that was, mm-hmm. but honestly, even though there's a lot of people that we don't talk to anymore, I say it was probably one of the best decisions I made during my um early music career. Because they just taught me a bunch, like I think I had only two songs when I first joined k v which is i mean k v um when I first joined um at the time it was more just eclipse, but when I first joined and when I first met first met them, I only had about two songs, and they had they had already developed their sound, and I remember first being in there, it wasn't too many people that like sang music like me at the time. So I kind of felt like out of place. But like I don't know. At the same time, like they make it so welcoming. At first when like you don't know them, it feels kind of like kind of threatening. Yeah. But <laughs> as I got to know them, like they made it so like it's such a welcoming group and they're such a great group of individuals. That's crazy
0: because I literally have a tweet written down from you says, Random thought, but I've known my niggas in KV and Mortis since I was sixteen. I wish nothing but love and success for those guys, and I'm confident enough to say that I wouldn't be able to discover myself as an artist without them. Like, that's definitely. crazy, bro. You've been doing I this wouldn't. for a cool minute. Like,
1: Yeah. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't have been able to because there are things that, like, like, especially early when I first started out, I felt very, like, insecure about, like, my music, and I would want to keep hidden. But they would always push me, like maybe hey, you know you should promote this, do this this way, and um, you know Will he used to like when I, my mixing wasn't that well. Will he would mix some songs for me and he would make them sound better than I ever could. So they definitely helped me find my sound and discover who I am as an artist.
0: Wait, Will was helping you back then?
1: Yeah, Will um, Will mixed um, what's it called? He mixed "Lean on Me." And he mixed another song. I think, I don't think it's on my page anymore, but it's called Why. Um, but he makes, yeah, he makes two songs for me. Wait,
0: damn. So how old were you when you first met Will?
1: Um, I met Will around the same time as I met DK, I believe. So like 16,
2: 17. Damn, that's crazy. Because I remember,
0: because DK, he's been trying to get me to interview Will, which I am going to interview Will. But he was telling me that Will was like one of the one of the younger people in KV.
1: Oh yeah. I remember when I met Will, I think he was like 14. Yo, like, oh, he was a young, yeah, he was a young nigga. Like <laughs> Oh my goodness. And it's crazy, like, I don't know. It's weird because like seeing Will like like I don't know, knowing him for this long, like he al- it always feels like he's still that young nigga to me, but <laughs> mm-hmm. I know like he's not. <laughs>
0: Man, that's a grown man now. That's crazy. Yeah. Yo. That's why he's so good at what he does. He's been doing it for this long. Yes,
1: he's been doing it for years.
0: What see, I didn't know that. I didn't know he that is wild.
1: hmm
0: Oh yeah, well, if you listen we'll you on a list, like bro. A...
1: <laughs> we'll produce like um a lot of songs too for early, um, for like our earlier groups. And um you can just really tell, like, how he's improved over time and like how he's found his own sound too. And it's just, I don't know. Will is unmatched. That's all I can say. <laughs> Will is unmatched.
0: So babe, I want to send you something else that I found on, I think I found it on YouTube. It's a link.
1: Okay. I'm
0: going send it through Twitter and make sure I connect it to the wifi this time. All right, there we go.
1: What song is that? <laughs> I don't know. that song.
0: Let me see if I can find it. I think I could find it super <laughs> fast.
3: Let me see.
1: Uh, I don't think I've ever made a song called
2: Trapped.
3: <laughs> Let's see.
2: Lean on me.
1: I don't know why they named the trap. but this is Lean on me. <laughs> yeah, I dropped this song a long time ago. You did? Yeah, this is Lean on me. I don't know why it's called Trapped.
0: <laughs> what the hell? So who, who runs this YouTube
1: account, do you know? I don't, but they're always on top of my shit. <laughs> Like, I see they always, like, I notice they always, like, upload, like, I think it's, like, slowed and reverb versions of my songs. Like, they don't miss a beat.
0: <laughs> they never tried to reach no. out to you? or No, I think like they what?
1: did, like, long, long, long time ago, but I can't remember. I can't remember who it is.
0: That's crazy. I, I find it so interesting how, like, even underground artists have, like, people that run an archive page for them, like, a fan page. Like, it just goes to show that, Regardless of how big or small somebody is, you can still touch somebody. You know, yeah.
1: like yeah, that's so fire to me too. Cause like I don't know, I feel like a lot of like people that kind of just follow me really like fell off after I took that um, that kind of year gap between making music. Mm-hmm. But like I noticed this like this person that always up like always uploads like slowed and reverb songs of my um of my songs, like he never misses a beat.
0: That's so fire. So now I have to ask you this question because I think I left a comment on your SoundCloud a while ago,
3: mm-hmm. but
0: I have to re-ask this in person, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you have an amazing song that is on your archive slash throwaway page. <laughs> uh, there Well, there's two actually, but the one I'm talking about, I was listening to it on loop all before this interview. It's mm-hmm. called Like That. So why is that an archive uh, song?
1: Um, I think because I really wasn't messing with it, and I I don't know if the if it was it Lila if it was because the beat got sold or what, but either it was either or either the beat got sold or I just wasn't messing with it. But I've honestly been thinking about just putting that song out anyway because, like revisiting it, I kind of I've kind of fucked with it now. <laughs> At first, I was not messing with
0: it. Yeah, that. That song is so fire, bro. Like, I was scrolling through your archive page. People tell
1: page. me that. People, t- people tell me, like, my archive is, like, it's probably, like, as good as, like, my main page. Yeah, like, it like, is. It kind of opens my eyes. that like, maybe I need to stop scrapping songs.
0: Bro, that. Oh, my God, bro. Like, that song, if, if I were to ever transfer into music videos, I want to make a music video for that song, bro. If you would allow me to. <laughs> That song is so fire, dude. Oh, for
1: sure. I I'm definitely might put it out. If I can find, like, the beat and just verify that it's not sold, then I'll definitely, like, drop it on platforms and stuff.
2: There was another song. Let me see. What was it called? It was called, um... Damn, I can't even find it, bruh. It's not in my... Hold on, let me see.
0: We Not Finishing It. Like, bruh. <laughs> my... well, like... It's
1: just, yeah, We Not Finishing It.
0: You have a lot of good tracks on here bay. i don't know why you don't that is crazy bro
1: with we not finishing it (laughs) um with that song i just didn't finish it because i couldn't come up with anything for the verse that sounded right and like i don't know after you hear like the same chorus to a song you made for like 20 30 times you just start hating it
0: (laughs) bro then you have you have a hyper pop song lifeless that's oh yeah i love hyper pop that song is amazing i don't know why like bro that one
1: was so experimental that's why i didn't put it on my main it was super but everyone likes it it's crazy it's weird because like when i experiment i expect for it to be like the worst thing ever but everyone just ends up fucking with it
0: (laughs) so when when do you think we could see like some more hyperpop bay
1: um i don't know i have no idea i have like I'm, I feel like hyperpop is one of those genres I'm super selective when it comes uh, um, comes to with beats. Mm-hmm. Like, I like I think I tried making another hyperpop track, but I just couldn't find a beat that I liked. And I'm super selective with hyperpop beats.
0: I feel like you're kind of... Hmm, I don't want to say with beats in general, but I heard one beat that you were on. And I was like, where... Somebody in the comment section said it too. Like, where did this beat come from? Like, it was a crazy beat. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. Uh damn Where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it? Oh, um, the song "When the World Died." You know what beat oh, that yeah.
1: is? Yeah. Um, I think it was by this producer. His name's like DB or something, but I don't remember the name of the beat.
0: That beat is so fire,
3: bro. Oh
1: yes, my God. that beat is fire. <laughs> but I feel like I didn't do as good as I could have on that beat. Like I wanted to do better. I think so so? That's why, I, yeah. Like if I feel like if I were to hop on that beat now, like I could do so much better. <laughs>
2: mm, I feel that. So, again, with the,
0: with the archive page thing, have you ever, have you ever released a song on your main page and went, damn, maybe I should have put this on archive. No. No.
1: Nah, no, I haven't. Mm-mm.
0: Damn, but you. I... Okay, go ahead.
1: Oh, sorry. Very um, good. I when I post things like on my main page like it's because like as soon as i'm finished with the song i'm like oh yeah i want to put this out right now like that's every song i've ever i've ever um put out on my main page it's just a confirmed like banger to me offer it like after i finish it i'm like i need to drop this right now
3: <laughs> hmm. that is really like all the
1: songs in my archive i'm like after i finish them it's like it's kinda of iffy with me. I'm like, eh, it's okay, but like, should it go on my main?
0: <laughs> Damn, that's wild, bruh. So basically the songs that make it to your main page, they're they're gonna stay there to stay, basically. Like Yeah. Wow. Damn, that's <laughs> bruh. That's crazy, like what you let like um like it's crazy what songs get past like those judgmental gates and what songs don't like you have some amazing songs in your archive like mm-hmm. that's i don't know that's very interesting i didn't i don't know because i feel like um a lot of artists that i speak to a lot of songs they just won't upload like mm-hmm. but you'll upload really good songs but just on the archive like why just not upload it at all
1: because like with archive songs it's kind of songs like i feel like i could have done better on Mm -hmm. but like i know like someone will at least enjoy it like they're not complete completely awful it's just like something that that's missing that i just couldn't figure out like with um the one song you were talking about earlier the um one that you asked why that why it was on my archive Mm -hmm. um with that song i just couldn't figure out how to mix it the correct way i wanted it to sound like it's not a bad song i know but it just didn't sound the way I wanted it to sound like. So that's why it goes on my archive, because still a good song, but it's just not something that I feel like would match up to my own personal standards.
2: (laughs) Hmm. So what if... Damn. So what if somebody heard that right now, and they said, can I hop on that? Would you let them?
1: Um, on, like, the songs on my archive?
0: Specifically the song Like That.
1: Oh, Like That? Um probably not i don't really work outside of anyone in kv really and it's like i don't know it's not because like like a ego thing
3: mm-hmm. it's
1: just like i don't want to like work with someone that i feel like i have to force myself onto. to like because a lot of people will send me songs and like i remember as bay robbins like i used to like charge for features and stuff like that mm-hmm. and it got to a point where I was like, I don't want to like charge, like I don't want people to have to pay to force me on a song. Like I shouldn't have to like, you shouldn't have to pay me to be on a song. Like if I'm on a song with you, I should like the song and I should like who you are.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm very selective with who I work with, which is why you see I barely have any features on my page.
0: Okay, so what if somebody in KV asked to be on that song, like Broly Tacit, or DK or something like that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, any Like I I tell them like they can ask to like to have me on a song or they can ask to be on any of my songs at any time and
0: even an archive song?
1: Yeah, even an archive song. Okay. They're yeah. the only people like I don't know I'd I'd like allowed to work with on anything.
3: hmm
0: Um, for everybody listening, we're almost done with the interview. Please give Bass some love for sticking in here with me. we my interviews are kind of long, so I know it can kind of feel like draining a little bit, but yeah, thank you for- It
3: did
1: saying. not feel long at all. What, I feel like I've been here for like 30 minutes. <laughs>
0: nah, bro. We've been recording for like almost like an hour, maybe like hour 40, something like that. Swear. Hour, maybe hour oh, shit, 20, hour it 40. It
1: like, oh shit, it has been like two hours. Uh, yeah.
0: it, it didn't feel like it?
1: No, it feels like I've been here for like 30 minutes.
0: <laughs> That's crazy. Uh. So, have you ever, like, experimented with, like, um, hardcore, like, a trap metal sound? Like, or would you ever do
2: that, or?
1: I have attempted, and that has only ever been what it was. Just attempts. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've attempted, and nobody has heard it because it was just that terrible.
0: <laughs> really? Not even people on yeah. DK- in, uh, uh, KV? No. No. What?
1: <laughs> I had, um, attempts on my old computer. And just listening to it, I was like, "Yeah, this is never going."
0: So when was the last time
1: um, the last time actually, it's been a while, so I don't know. maybe I should try it again. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a should. long time. like I haven't tried it like within the past like two years for sure,
2: <laughs> so
1: but I should try it again, probably.
0: What about it? Did you not like?
1: Um, just because Trap metal is not my genre. It's mm. like, like you know how like, like like you hear my voice like it's so high pitched. Like you want me to you want to hear me on a song talking about <laughs> slitting niggas' throats and ripping people's teeth off. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> I sound like an angry chipmunk. <laughs> hmm. So
0: would you ever like let's say like you're singing on a song? Would you ever have like a trap metal artist? Like screaming while you're singing or?
1: um, It depends how it would sound, really. I mean, like, I can't see the vision, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Music is one of those things that like kind of just comes together. So it's like it would ha- it would depend.
0: <laughs> OK. I know you don't you say you do not collab with a lot of artists outside of KV. But one person that I would love to hear you on a song with is my bro K is dead. He 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 doesn't make similar music as you, but he he sings, and he has an I amazing I've voice.
1: i heard of him. i definitely seen his name before, but I can't remember his song, but I've definitely seen his name before.
0: Amazing, amazing person. 10 out of 10 human. He is really, really cool. He makes amazing music. I would love to hear you guys on a song. I think y'all voices will really complement each other. Like, I'm going to send you one of, one of his favorite songs after this. One of his favorite Sure. God, Now I'm all tongue-tied. One of his <laughs> songs that I really like, I'm going to send it to you. It's amazing. All
3: right.
0: Um, so when we're kind of talking about your song, Black Heart, do you have, I don't know if you spoke on this, but do you have, like, uh, like, a favorite part about making that song?
1: About Black Heart?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Um, honestly, just the... um. Really, my most favorite part about that song, I think, is not even just the main vocals. It's the ad-libs, because I was, like, kind of, like, before I had made that song, I was kind of, like, scared to reach into ad-libs. Like, when you listen to my older songs, it's all just main vocals. You can't really hear any, like, backing vocals. No, there's no character to them. They all just sound like just singing. Like, I just, like, opened the door and recorded, and that's it. Like, I didn't try and build a sound or a story to them but with black hearts like i feel like i stepped out of my comfort zone more and i definitely tried like adding more ad libs and just like finding harmonies with my voice that worked and you can tell like the difference in production between that song and like my other ones
2: okay so
0: i just got a text from dk and i almost forgot because he knows i'm interviewing you right now I
1: Oh shit. All, i almost <laughs>
0: forgot bro. he told me to ask you something and oh, I, I legit almost forgot he told me to please ask please you don't do
1: nothing don't please don't be yo <laughs> <careful>. oh, <laughs> he my said God.
0: he said ask if she'll ever give dk's verse back because now everyone's asked that's what he said so, do you have, like, a verse that you haven't finished for him? Yes, or? I
1: have to finish. It's funny because I was literally going to do his verse today. But now, you know, now he's fucking pressuring me, and ain't getting shit, man. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yo! <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm going to work on it today, DK. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, that's funny. I love how he, he like, whenever I interviewed, like, Is she uh... never
1: going to send me my verse
0: <laughs> <laughs> She said, uh, he's... Every time, like, I, uh interview a KB artist, he always, like, I ask my like, hey, K's anything that, you know, you have something to say? Because he's the first person, <laughs> first underground artist I interviewed, so I fucking love DK. He's done a lot for me. So I always, you know, try to incorporate him in my interviews with any KB artist. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, yeah, no, right?
1: I've I've had, like, this verse I was supposed to send to DK for, like, I think, like, two months now. <laughs> it's been, like, two months. And, like, I just haven't had the time to get around to it just because with school and everything, I was, like, falling behind in the um like last couple like weeks of last month and i kind of just like doubled down and i didn't have any time to send it back to him and then <laughs> i feel bad cuz he's been waiting for like two months oh
0: it's been that long
1: <laughs> yeah it's been like two months and then i don't know like usually after i have like actual free time honestly any like i just don't have the energy to be doing anything
3: <laughs> mm.
0: yeah i was just about to ask you Why do you think it takes so long? So your energy levels are kind of just depleted or?
1: Yes, I have very outside of like my regular schedule. My energy levels are definitely at all time lows. Is
0: it because so would it be because school is just like so draining or?
1: Yes, I'm taking like five classes right now.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Damn, that's fuck, man. That's what kind of scares me because I'm going to start school. Later this year, and it's kind of like, I think that's one reason why I'm just like, just putting out hella interviews, interview, 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 because like I know once mm-hmm. I go to school, it's gonna be I'm still gonna do interviews, but school is gonna be the main priority, you know.
1: I feel like it definitely depends, like what, like um, program of study you choose, because mm-hmm. like I chose computer science, which is one of the hardest um program studies, mm-hmm. um because it's it's a lot of mathematics, a lot of physics, and a lot of like just electrical engineering and um but i um know like other areas of i'm not saying like it's like easier mm-hmm. but it's definitely like less stressful i feel depending of course which um area of study you choose to pick
0: yeah i know cuz my cousin he's going cause we cuz cause i'm going for psychology my cousin he's in school for psychology right now and he mm-hmm. says it's kind of i mean I don't know. This nigga seemed like he got hella free time. He'd be all over the fucking uh state. He'd be in Vegas. He'd be everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Going to parties <laughs> and shit. But he'd still be mm-hmm. going to school, so... I mean, hopefully I have that same experience, bro. But, uh...
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to read a tweet from you. This says... This tweet says... Pray for me. I got an old albino dude driving me to orientation today because my car fucked up. And he said the sun making him nauseous and... <laughs> And he almost rear-ended a dude a second ago. Now, second part to that tweet. Tell me why this dude started driving on the wrong side of the street. I had to tell this dude his right turn signal been off for like five minutes. So, could you <laughs> could you explain to the listeners what is going on? What happened?
1: Oh, my God. I feel like I remember this very vaguely, though. So, I'm going to try and, like, <laughs> give it to the best of my memory. Um... I think I was, like, I had caught an Uber to, like, work. I was supposed to be, because, um, like, I was a security guard for um Allied, I believe, at the time. And um I had to do this CPR training um for, like, um it was, like, for, like, four, eight hours. I can't remember. But my car was messed up. I can't remember what happened to my car. I think, I'm trying to remember. Anyways, my car was fucked up and I couldn't get any other ride. But <laughs> well, I used Uber that day, and I remember getting into this dude's car, and oh my god, like he already just off bat getting into this car, this dude's car. I could tell he was not fully there, bro. Like he he was staring into nothing, bro. Like oh god, how do you how do you, how are you driving and you look like you're staring into nothing, bro? Like what? <laughs> and um. I don't know, bro. I can't remember it that well, but I just remember being utterly terrified, bro. He was driving on the wrong side of the street. (laughs) He said, oh.
0: Bro, so... So, like, were you actually... Are you joking or were you, like, actually scared type shit?
1: No, I'm dead ass, bro. I was genuinely scared. (laughs) Oh my god. I feel like I have the worst luck when it comes to Uber Uber drivers. (laughs) I remember one time, I caught a... I think it was... I don't remember if it was an Uber or a Lyft, but it was, like, Um, I was, I was, it was me going to work Mm -hmm. and, um, this dude in like the Lyft or the, or the Uber, he was being like overly friendly, like super friendly. And I was like, uh, okay. And I remember like, I was telling him about like my car and stuff like that. And he was like, um, he was like, yeah, like, um, I know a mechanic. I can give you his number right now. And then he gave me the dude's mechanic number. And then on the bag of the mechanics number, he had his
0: number. <laughs> Yo, this guy's trying to yes. spit. And What's wrong with this guy? I, yeah,
1: bro, and I, and I don't know how old this nigga was, but he was not my age, bro. He had to be like, like 50, 45-something. I was terrified. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, yeah, I really like you. We should talk sometime. I was like, no, I'm good. And I got out the car. <laughs>
0: Wait, how old were you at the time?
1: I mean, this was like, this happened in like Arizona, so I was like 21, 21, yeah.
2: Shit, but you said that dude was 50, that guy's a damn
0: delinquent,
1: yeah, man. bro. he I remember him, he, he was bald too, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo! I'm sorry, I'm sorry, bro, I don't mean to offend nobody bald, but I, I can't do it, I can't do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god, damn. That is that's is a very interesting story that you just told.
1: <laughs> I have the worst luck when it comes to Uber drivers, I swear.
0: <laughs> I seen another tweet from you. By the way, I pull up a lot of tweets, like that's how I do my research, like tweets and like shit I find on the internet. Um I seen an old tweet from you that said this was the first time in a long time that I had fun making music. Like from your perspective why would music sometimes not be fun?
1: Um, how old is that tweet actually?
0: It's pretty old. I think maybe twenty twenty two.
1: Well, I mean, sometimes music can like it can be frustrating because for me personally, I know that I'm not like the very most like consistent artist, <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, sometimes I feel that pressure of like. I need to drop something right now and then sometimes like you can't really like just make music come to you. Music is kind of one of those things that happens when everything like when everything is right like and a lot of the times like I said I'm really picky with beat selection so a lot of the times I can't find the sounds that I'm looking for or I can't come up with something on like a certain beat and It'll frustrate me like I get frustrated and then I end up like just feeling like drained and I feel like demotivated because I'm like, wow, I really just spent an hour. Or I spent two hours and I came up with nothing like sometimes it's just not there.
0: So one thing that you said that stood out to me, you said that um, you always you haven't always been like the most consistent artist. So do you think like after school, you'd be like more consistent when school ends?
1: Oh, definitely, like, whenever um, I have, like, intercessions or, like, mid periods, I always drop something, like, I think I dropped None To Give, um, my latest song, like, right before I started, um, like, what is it, spring semester, yeah, right after I started spring, sem- like, right before I started spring semester, sorry, and it was because I had time for it, like, <laughs> I wasn't drained, and, um, it was, I don't know, it just felt right. <laughs>
2: So hmm. when
0: you're finished with school, how consistent do you think you're going to be like maybe like eight songs a month or is that too consistent or
1: that would definitely be too consistent. <laughs> I don't think I'd be doing eight songs a month, but I feel like I could probably do like 3.
3: Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Just like one every other week.
2: So hypothetically speaking if you were let's say if you had Mm. Two hundred thousand followers or some shit, right? How consistent would you drop? Would you? Would it still be
0: like three or would it be more?
1: Oh no, it'd be more. If I had two hundred thousand followers, I mean, I probably wouldn't even have to really go to school like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd probably just focus on my music. Like I said, like I like playing things like, like the safe route. I like going the safe route, being secure. So, if I believe, like, I can find success somewhere else, then I will put most of my focus on where I feel like I will find the most success at.
3: Yeah, man. Oh,
0: man. It took me a while to to really get into that mindset, because I feel like one quote for me that I love is, uh, the grind is as real as it is delusional. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, you got to be delusional in order to chase your dreams, but you got to, you know, ground yourself back in reality, though, because... Yeah, this shit isn't. It's not promised, and you don't want to end up being like forty years old, and this it shit didn't work out.
1: Music and it didn't work, and yeah. now you don't know what you're gonna do. And
0: yeah, it's like damn, like exactly. You go back to school. You got to do what? Eight years to really get your degrees and shit like that. And then, what if you don't want to do that? You're gonna, you know, get a job. It's like, I don't know. It's something to really, really uh think about. But, um, mm-hmm. So going back to your school thing. So what what jobs are you like looking forward to landing when, when you finish with school?
1: Um, so after I finish with school, I know one of my main goals is I would, um, I would love to work for Microsoft, like just building, um, um, web applications and maybe even like game programming, honestly. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Cause I, do a lot well I don't want to say a lot but I do a little bit of research on like companies and like what's the best for like my um like my work interests Mm -hmm. and Microsoft definitely stands out like they give the best benefits they have um like astronomical pay like I I think um like base salary for like their um software developers I believe it's like a hundred and fifty two thousand a year yeah yeah and that's like base salary so there's a lot of people there that make way more than that
0: <clears throat> so what what game would you like hmm, let's see if you were to go into like game development like what type of game would you like to work on
1: i always told myself like i wanted to start my own game studio like mm-hmm. i feel like that'd be super fire like Um kind of like I'm gonna use like Papa's Pizzeria for have you heard of that? Oh yes, yeah. Yeah. Like how there's like the pizzeria version and then there's the ice cream one and then there's the the what is it, the Sunday, the um
0: tacos. They got hella ones, bro. Yeah,
1: the tacos, yeah, like a whole little game studio. I feel like that'd be fire.
0: Yeah, my favorite was the uh (laughs) the ice cream, bro. Papa's Freezeria. I would always play that. Yeah,
1: that's what it is. Freezeria. (laughs) I couldn't think of the name.
0: (laughs) That shit was so fire.
1: Man, I love that game growing up. <laughs> so I was in Epic Cooking.
0: <laughs> I have like maybe like four more questions left before I get into my thirty-three question segment.
2: Um, I sent another tweet from you that sh- it just resonated with me hella. It was um, I wish I had
0: friends that shared the same values as me. Hanging out and trying to do better by myself gets lonely, and um, that tweet like. Outside of social media shit, like, I'm, like, super big into, like, museums and shit like that, Mm -hmm. but I don't have any friends that are into that. Everybody wants to, like, stay at home, drink, and smoke, like...
1: Exactly. That's kind of how, um, my friends are in the same way. Like, all the friends I grew up with in high school, they're very, very different from me. Like, a lot of them, like, just partying and drinking and, and smoking, and me, like, I don't really do none of that. Like, um... I drink every now and then. I don't smoke. <laughs> it's funny because I rapped about it, but I don't smoke. <laughs> um, um, and um, yeah, they're just different from me. And I kind of like like doing things like outside of all that. Like a typical day for me will kind of just be like either me studying, and then whenever I'm free, like I'll go out and I'll skate, and or I'll um because I play guitar too. Like I'll play my guitar. Or, um, I'll just, I don't know, I just walk, I just be cruising. I'm not gonna lie, I just be walking around. <laughs> I walk around and stumble upon stuff and then go into random like buildings and just buy things. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's like my typical day. Like, I'm not really, I won't say I'm like really extroverted. It's weird because I'm outside a lot, but like, I'm not extroverted. I don't like parties and stuff like that. And, um, I used to uh, work out a lot, too. Like, I used to go to the gym, like, hello. Like, I was a fucking gym rat. <laughs> <laughs> and um, a lot of my friends just didn't do that stuff. So it kind of is hard, like, trying to stay passionate about things, I feel, when you're doing a lot of that stuff by yourself. Like, you have no one to really share that interest with.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. Like you said, it's
2: a lonely, man. Damn. Yeah. It's crazy that you say
0: you don't smoke weed. Cause I actually have a question, in my thirty-three question segment. It has something to do about smoking. So that's I'm I'm <laughs> interested to see how you're gonna answer that. But uh, so where do you see yourself and the underground scene in
2: five years?
1: Who in five years? Um. I honestly have no idea. I feel like it's just going to kind of be the same. I mean, like, not the same in the aspect of, like, sound or anything like that, but it's just going to be someone's going to come up with a brand new sound and everyone's going to copy it, and it's just going to be that. (laughs) Everyone's just going to be stuck on a whole new wave. And um, honestly, I don't, I really don't see SoundCloud surviving, like, five Mm. years in the future. I really don't. Just because SoundCloud doesn't have the weight anymore it used to back when, like, all of us started. Mm. Like, right now, the only way I feel like you can actually do really good on SoundCloud is by promoting through other applications like TikTok and Instagram. That's how you get your plays. You don't get it through SoundCloud anymore or Repost. Like, Repost used to do a lot for people, and um they don't do anything now. Like, nobody really checks out Repost.
0: That's crazy. So why do you why do you think people don't check out reposts
1: now? I think it's kind of just like a selfish. I mean, I want to say selfish, but like it's just like why would I check this person out kind of thing like mm. I've came to this artist to listen to this artist's music and I have no interest in listening to someone else. Damn. And also I just feel like they don't reach the audience that much anymore. Like, with SoundCloud, they their reach is very bad. I mean, I don't want to, like, completely trash on the platform because, I mean, that's yeah. where I'm, I'm, I'm at. But <laughs> the way, like, you find out about, like, like you don't even, like, it doesn't even notify you, like, when somebody drops on SoundCloud. You have to find out through their social media. Like, mm-hmm. I have to tell people on Instagram, like, hey, I dropped a song. If I just drop a song, nobody's going to listen to it because it doesn't notify anybody
3: that
0: is such, like... Bro, just disgusting behavior. Instagram does the same thing. YouTube sometimes does the same thing as well. Like, I don't understand. If somebody's following somebody, why don't you just let them get notified? Like, bro.
1: Exactly. But I don't know. They They're butchering it themselves right now, so... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so where do you see yourself in five years?
1: I honestly... I don't know. I see myself kind of in, like, a better place than I am now, for sure. Definitely, like... I don't know. I, I don't think I'm going to be here in L.A. in five years. I'm definitely going to move out by then.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'll probably, I'm definitely still going to be doing music because I feel like I'll just be doing music for forever. I don't think I could ever fully quit. There might be times where I get a little frustrated and then I get on social media and I'll be like, man, I'm quitting. I, I, all right, guys, I'm dropping this last song and I'm done. And y'all never going to hear from me again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I promise you that I'll never be it. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be doing music forever regardless.
0: If you could change one thing about the underground scene, what would you change?
1: Um, Just, like, people's egos, really. Like, a lot of people feel they're above everyone in the underground, and that's what kind of kills, like, connections. Like, and connections, especially now, are, like, super important um, when it comes to trying to rise above, like, Um, or trying to grow on soundcloud and um people just think they're better than everyone like they think like they'll like you can have someone come out to you and be like hey i really like this song you have um like we should work and they'll like just flat out ignore them because like i don't know who you are like who are you like i have more followers than you i have this like i'm better than you like it shouldn't even be about that really like, when I work with someone, it's because, like, I genuinely like them and I genuinely like their music. Mm-hmm. It's not, it doesn't have anything to do with, like, follower count or anything like that.
0: Yeah. I don't know. How do you stop that? Like, how do you prevent that from happening? Like,
1: It's one of those things that we just can't. I mean, we can't control the way people feel and we can't control anyone's actions. But, um, I guess... One way we can stop that is just by not being that person ourselves. (laughs) Mm.
3: Uh,
0: One thing I want to do, like, as... um, Even, again, I come from the gaming world, but now that I'm in the underground scene, one thing I want to do is just kind of bring people together and unify people, kind of. Like, if I could... If Mm -hmm. that's even possible as an interviewer, I would love to attempt to do that.
1: Um, Exactly. Like, I don't know. If I ever reach a place where I can do that i would definitely like to like help our like our just the soundcloud community in general because mm-hmm. there are so many times where i wish i had been given a chance and i would just like if, if i'm ever in a place i would like to give somebody that chance for sure
3: yeah
0: man but uh for everybody listening this is the very very end of the podcast my very last segment that i have it's called 33 Questions, where I ask the guests 33 random questions, and they have to answer it as quickly and as truthfully as possible. Are oh, re- God. Are you ready, Bay?
1: I'm ready.
2: <laughs> Question number one. Describe how you feel right now in one sentence.
3: Um, shit,
2: I feel great. <laughs> Do you have a favorite sport?
1: Skateboarding, if that counts.
0: Do you live for yourself, for others, or is it half and half?
1: I live for myself.
0: If you could beat up anyone right now, who would you beat up?
1: D. Cool <laughs> Bro. <Bruh. laughs> yeah. No, question. actually, I take that back. Garden XL. <laughs> oh,
0: that's another one that's on. The list. DK was telling me about him, too. That's crazy. You brought him up. <laughs> um, what's your favorite color? Purple. That's crazy. It's my favorite color too. Purple. Such a fire color. (laughs) Cadet blue and like like a bluish gray color. If you had to choose, would you rather use an ink pen or
2: a pencil for the rest of your life? An ink pen. Are you afraid of guilt?
1: No. I don't think so, no. No.
2: (laughs) Do you have a song releasing this month?
1: Yes.
0: What's the name of the song? Wait, this month, what is it? This month is April. Okay,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: (laughs) What's the name of the song?
1: Drawing Blanks.
2: Have you ever been happy to go through something emotionally painful? Yes. Do you have a childhood celebrity
0: crush that may be seen as strange? Yes. (laughs) Who is (laughs) it?
1: Sean Mender. (laughs) Really? How is that seen as strange?
0: You think Uh, that's strange?
1: Because, I don't know, like, he's like, he's like, Around that time, he's like a, a modern day Justin Bieber.
0: <laughs> yeah, as a kid, I used to have a crush on a uh, Elaine from Seinfeld. And uh, Elaine
1: from Seinfeld.
0: Have you have you seen Seinfeld?
1: Mm. Oh, I mean, I think it. I've seen it, but like, I never like watched it. Watched it like that.
0: I'm gonna send you a picture for Ara Bones from like the the show Bones. Have you seen that? Mm. Oh my, bae, you have to watch those, bruh. <laughs> what was the last thing you drank?
1: Um, ice sparkling water.
0: <laughs> have you ever wanted to join the military? Fuck no. Would you, rather, would you rather have the brain of a squirrel or the brain of a goldfish?
1: A goldfish.
2: When was the last time you went to the beach?
1: Damn, like six years ago. Yeah.
2: Without going into detail,
0: are you afraid of a physical person? No. Do you smoke weed?
1: No.
2: If you did smoke weed, how much do you think you could smoke in one sitting?
1: Um, probably like one puff and I'm out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If you're on a boat
2: going to an island, who are you taking with you?
1: Um, shit, I'm taking, um damn shit uh uh, i feel the pressure of answering this quickly um i'm taking um it has to be a person anybody anybody okay um
0: it be more than one as well
1: okay 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 um i'm taking i'm taking my friend jocelyn
0: (laughs) black forces or white forces
1: white forces
0: If you could give an estimate, how many times do you blink in one minute?
1: Like in one minute, like 12, 12 times. Damn, that's a random ass (laughs) question.
2: What's something you hate about the internet?
1: Um, how influential it is. Mm.
2: Without
0: going into detail, is there someone you wish you could erase from existence?
1: Um. No.
2: How often do you use curse words?
1: Too often.
2: <laughs> Are you afraid of a zombie apocalypse happening?
1: Fuck no. I'm, I can't wait to that day. What?
2: <laughs> Would you make a good spy?
1: I'd probably make a terrible spy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's your favorite flavor cake?
1: Ah, uh, mm, Red Velvet.
2: Oh, fire choice, bruh. do you eat ice cream
1: no I can't stand ice cream
0: do you have ice with your beverages
1: sometimes
0: if you could change your birth given name what would
2: you change it to
1: um I like my birth given name it's fire
2: (laughs) okay do you have a favorite piece do you have a favorite piece of jewelry uh
1: yes my one chain That I wear all the time.
2: (laughs) Do you eat seafood?
1: Yes, I love seafood.
2: And the very last question. Right now, at this moment, do you know where your keys are?
1: Oh, shit. No, I don't. (laughs) Damn, where are my keys? Where are my keys? Oh, they're on the bed. They're on the bed. (laughs)
0: So that was the very end of the 33 questions. Did you enjoy that? The 33 questions?
1: That was fun and also nerve wracking. Some of them questions, I don't know. Like, (laughs) what, 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 how many times do you blink in a minute? What? (laughs) I don't know.
0: Yeah, there's a, I'm super big into like psychology and I feel like the weirdest questions can tell you a lot about a person, man. Like, (laughs) I love questions like that. It's just weird hypotheticals tell you a lot about somebody, but, um, for everybody listening, this is the end of the Bay Robbins Kaishino interview. I had a really, Yo. really good time speaking to her. She's a super chill, down to earth person. Uh, like she said, it didn't even, it didn't really feel like we've been speaking for two hours. It felt like, like she said, like 30 minutes. But uh... Rude. is there anything that you want to say to the people listening before I end the interview? Any upcoming projects or
1: anything? Um, Okay, so I got one song on the way I already said, Drawing Blanks. I'm not sure what day this month, but it'll be this month for sure. And, um, you know, just don't try and impress people. The only person you should be trying to impress is yourself. And you should just constantly be trying to get better than who you were previously, every day. And, yeah.
0: It's yeah. real shit. For everybody listening, I'm going to leave all of Bay's links down below if her song releases by the time this interview releases i'm gonna leave that link down below um leave KV's links down below as well again this is a super cool interview man I, i'm excited for this one to come out this is really cool <laughs> um yeah without further ado my name is make Love of obscure Image podcast the most obscure podcast in the world where i interview underground artists adventures, game developers, content creators, and anything in between. If you like that, be sure to follow me on all social media platforms to stay up to date when I post another interview. And uh yeah, it's your boy make love, you know, girl bay, and we out. Peace.
2: Y'all